Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. Parliamentary Portfolio Committee on Higher Education believes that new leadership at the National Student Financial Aid Scheme will bring stability after a turbulent two-year period since being placed under administration. The new board was led by new chairperson Ernest Koza and Chief Executive Officer Andy Lenongogo in their first meeting on Wednesday. The pair pr- appeared before the committee to present the scheme's annual report after NISFAS received a qualified audit in the 2020 financial year. The scheme could not provide proof of money it owed universities or that these institutions owed it. NISFAS's financial records did not reconcile with those of the universities and there were no tracking systems in place. Auditors also found that while NISFAS had recorded that it had achieved 76% of its targets, the actual number was only 36%. Imagine. Minister Bladen's Zamanda has disputed the AG's reports and accused tertiary institutions of not being cooperative when it comes to providing data that is required. How will these findings of maladministration ultimately affect students ahead of this academic year? We certainly know what damage it has done in the previous academic year. Good evening. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, good evening and thank you for having me. Okay. There are disputes of facts here, a lot of which will probably still remain as a dispute. But what is, irrespective of who is saying what, a fact around the financial health now of NISFES? And from those facts, can we expect NISFES to do one thing right this year with, of course, collaboration from universities, assist students who need to get qualifications, who need to graduate, get students active in the market so that they can participate in the economy and change the fortunes of their backgrounds? Mm. Um, so, Sonia, so I think um, at the onset, what we what we know for sure is that, like you said in your opening, that there's been a lot of, um, uh, it's been a long road for NFSAS in terms of, governance and, and, and all of that. Uh, since I think since 2017, there's kind of like being in, instability in as far as um, uh, the management of, of the scheme. And we've seen they've brought uh, a lot of people. Since when Asani came, he went and a new CEO came and went and then there was the administration. And now there's the new CEO and the board. So a lot of what has been happening at the scheme now lies a lot on the shoulders of, of the new um, the new people that have come in um, to ensure that there is stability in the in the in the in the scheme and as you have rightly said so that NFS does what it is required to do so i think then from from that basis um we like you have said the the AG's report of course doesn't paint a good picture and even the CEO himself said it that there is a lot that um that still needs to be put in place in terms of systems and all of that so that also then would um make one uh, uh to be skeptical whether uh, when the academic uh, calendar starts um this year we won't see the same a, 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 a challenges that we have seen in previous years because when he spoke, he spoke uh, when he spoke at that committee meeting um, last week. He was saying that they are in the process 
of getting um, a service provider in terms of, you know, uh, this thing so that they know what money they send into institutions. And also they are also in the process of um, of tendering uh, an ICT system because the ICT systems at NFS we've heard we we heard from the administrator when he came in they were uh, not stable they were not reliable so and a lot of the work of NFS revolves around having making sure that they are those systems in place they work so that the scheme can do the job that it is required to do. And so far as that system is concerned, who owns that system? Is it the system that is owned by an external third party who leases it to NISFAS? If so, to what extent do universities interface with that system? I'm asking this question because critical information clearly has to get onto that system for the system to be fair. Of course, it presupposes that the system asks the necessary questions and all the data that goes into it allows it to be able to discharge the mandate of fairly distributing those monies to truly deserving candidates. Tell us more about the system, its ownership and the rights to it. I, I, I am not, I'm not at liberty uh, at, at who owns the system or um, all of those questions that you've asked me. I think NFSAS would be in a a better position to answer those questions but what i know for sure is that um for when the administration came the administrator came in he spoke about um uh, not having strong ict systems which would you know uh, uh, make sure that nfs does its job uh, adequately and this ceo has spoken about nfs not making sure uh, or, or, has spoken about NSS also not having um, strong systems that you know are able to communicate with institutions. But I wouldn't, I can't speak on authority okay. no, on, fair enough. On, on that. Yeah, no. Let's talk about the relationship NSFAS enjoys or does not enjoy, as Bladen Zamanda would have us believe, in relation to universities, because the Auditor General's report is the Auditor General's report. Blade Nzimande is disputing it on the basis that tertiary institutions are not being cooperative. Well, it still doesn't change the fact that the report can only make a report and findings on the information it is presented with. What then is the picture? Are institutions willfully sabotaging NISFAS? If so, to what potential gain? I don't see that as the issue. I mean, I don't see that as at all being a possibility simply because it's counterproductive for everybody's sake, not least the university itself. Why would there be this strained relationship then? Or, if you like, discoordination between universities and NISFAS such that critical information is not escalated, yeah. vice versa? Yeah, I think what what the minister said was that uh, particularly when it comes to TVET colleges, they also have their own challenges because he was saying that mostly the, the challenges is with TVET colleges that because also they also do not have strong um, systems or ITC systems or you know also maybe like strong management uh, so that there is coordination between NFS and and them so I think that's what he he spoke about that there's also on that side I I don't necessarily think that uh, it would be a matter of sabotage but I just think that. It's a matter of um, from from both ends. Um, uh, uh, there isn't uh, enough communication, or the systems just become complicated because you would understand that institutions um, cater to thousands and thousands of of students, and you know um, 
now if there aren't strong systems from both ends, then it would make it difficult to have a seamless communication where we can compare notes. So I think the minister spoke about, um, um, I think he wasn't necessarily saying he's disputing, but he was speaking about um, on this, uh, the, 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 there's just a lack of, of strong systems from, from both ends. That's what I understand him to say that, but he was saying that the, the, the department was working with um, TVET colleges to ensure that they strengthen also their controls and their systems so that, you know, um, there's they, they synergy between the two. Let's talk about the HR aspects of it all. We can talk about the institutions within the institution itself, but there's no greater institution than the people who function in this space, in this space. Talk to us about the legacy then of Randall Carrollson, who is now the former administrator. I mean, I think. Um, uh, I mean, I think from uh, um, late twenty nineteen, there were a lot of um, allegations. Of course, they remain allegations, and uh, the former administrator has said that uh, these are allegations, and he has said that when he appeared before parliament that he has gone to um, to court uh, for some to challenge uh, some of these allegations, allegations of, of nepotism, um, uh, allegations that he wasn't uh, running the, 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 the scheme um, in, a, in, a, in a proper way, but they remain allegations and uh, to that extent there is going to be a, a I think part, um, the portfolio committee has set aside three days in March to go through all of these allegations. There's an inquiry into NFSAS uh, based on these allegations. There's, uh, I mean, last year we saw later in the year um, there were uh, some uh, um, people who work for NFSAS who've worked for NFSAS for a le- very long time uh, coming uh, before the portfolio committee making allegations uh, around uh, the the administrator and how he was uh, handling the affairs of. So I think uh he, from the the what happened before the portfolio committee from the the allegations that have been put before the portfolio committee his legacy has been uh, tainted uh, but we can never say that there isn't any good that he has done at at NFSAS because at the end of the day uh, students still received their monies uh, of course there will always be there will always be challenges but of course then um, these challenges uh, remain a, a cloud over his uh, his administration, but even but the department has come forward to say that um, the minister has come forward to say that he he is he is happy with the work that um, uh, Dr. Carlson did at NFSAS, and he feels that he uh, he worked hard. But of course, we will wait for the inquiry and to hear from the inquiry what is to come out of the inquiry and also also look out for the court cases where um, Dr. Carlson has taken some people to court uh, to clear his name and hear what that how what comes out but we can never be naive and not say that he's uh, 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 there's a cloud hanging over um, him and how he managed uh, the affairs of NFSAS and also uh, considering the things that came out of the of the AG's report. I mean, some of these allegations are strong. Nepotism, maladministration, 
to count some few. These are not level. These, these allegations were not leveled at his predecessor, Sizwe Nasana, who was there for three years and who also resigned before his four-year term came to an end. And I don't imagine the status of NISFAS was remarkably different between the Nasana and Carlson administrations. And the fact that there has to be an inquiry because there's this sense of disquiet within the institution. There's enough smoke there. I don't know what it might mean. I suspect it might be fire. It should be fire, surely. But the institution has suffered because last year, and of course COVID would have had its own effects on things, there were many students who had been on the system, were subject to get their monies inexplicably. That's why I'm engaged in the question of the relationship between NISFAS and the students. Those students who had been confirmed as beneficiaries were suddenly taken off, leaving them destitute last year into this year. That has got to be something he has to account for one way or the other. Look, uh, I, 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 I get that. And I, like I said, I think he will have his, 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 his appeared numerous times before the portfolio committee last year where he has uh, explained uh, some of the decisions he has made, where he has explained some of the people that he brought in. He, he said that these were people with skills that he thought would uh, help NFTAS. And I think the, the inquiry that the parliament is going to run is will be a, a perfect opportunity to go through all these allegations and find if, you know, and make findings. Uh, uh, if the, the, there's any irregularities in how um, uh, Dr. Carlson ran NFSAS. And in terms of uh, when you speak about uh, students not receiving their money, of course, they, 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 there are always those challenges with NFSAS, even in the times of Susan Asani, even in the times of um, of, of um, Sulwa Daka when he was still there, even in the times of, of Stephen Zwani when he was still there. There's always uh, a... a, a, a a dispute when it comes to uh, whether students get their money on time, whether students get their meal uh, allowances on time. So there's always been those. I don't necessarily think that you can just put all of those things on Dr. Uh, Carlson's um, uh, uh, door uh, uh, and say, you know, but some of these things are structural. Uh, they've always been there before he came, but maybe it looks like his administration didn't solve all of those issues. And I'm sure even this year we are still going to experience uh, some of these issues, even with the new management, which then, which then says that it's not necessarily a thing of uh, uh, of one person, but it's, it's, it's the systems of the scheme itself they do not work and they need someone who's going to come in and make sure that the systems work so that the 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 scheme doesn't find itself in the news for for the wrong reasons uh, uh, and that the scheme gets to do what it is uh, uh, supposed to do and if it fails it fails because maybe it doesn't get enough money from Treasury, but it is not because it, it's got poor systems, because that's the thing we can't keep on hearing when there are uh, uh, people who are put in these positions to turn the situation around, and we keep on hearing the same thing, that we have outdated uh, ICT systems that mm. are unreliable, mm. that crash. So that is why I was saying earlier that the new board, a lot of what has been happening now rests a lot on their shoulders and that is what even the MPs uh, raised to say that a lot lies on, on on their shoulders and they hope that this new board and the new CEO are also just not coming and making promises that they are not going to keep. So I think some of the things are, are, are legacy issues at NFS and you can't 
um, it would be unfair to just place them um, as a fault of one person. Well, it's not the fault of one person, but I'm saying he couldn't extract himself from that. But to that extent, these are legacy issues then. It simply means we turn away from the CEOs, the respective CEOs on NISFAS, and we have to look at the major shareholder. We have to look at the Department of Higher Education because that department is the one that essentially holds that board accountable. It's the one that picks the board and everything that goes with that. So from an oversight perspective and running the institution as a shareholder through its board, one have then has to question Mr. Nzimande and everybody before him. Mm. Look, I think uh, because of the issues uh, that happened, remember after um, in 20, was it 2015 when Sizwe when Nwasane came in, I think those were some of the interventions uh, that uh, the department was trying to make, but Sizwe Nwasane also felt that, you know, this, this was just uh, a, a hot room and he needed to get out of it. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think that there hasn't been interventions that have been made, but I think when 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 the people get inside, the the enormity of, of, of the problem just overwhelms them that they don't know where to start because these things have been piling up and up and up. And I think the, the CEO spoke about some of that last year that, you know, at NFT, at NFSAS, there hasn't been a, a culture where when you get, you you just start from scratch. People just come there and and uh, uh, and just close one gap and and not necessarily just uh, uh, mm. uh, uh, collapse whatever is wrong and start from scratch. So I I do not necessarily think that the department has 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 failed in its duty in oversight because even Minister Pando appointed Dr. Carlson. Uh, but I think, obviously, because now we are seeing that all these other interventions are not working, it means that something drastic needs to happen or it means that um, there's a new way that people who are brought into these positions sit down with the department and there's innovative ways of looking at how can we solve this problem because we can't keep on changing people um, in and out because this one comes, they have their own uh, strategy, they leave it uh, uh, midway and someone else comes and so so where, where is the blame then? Where, where is the blame? It's not with the individual. We can't exactly blame the ministry. Where is the blame? I mean, NISFAS has been in Isikos and for the longest time. They have been yeah. in the news, all for the wrong reasons. Students are being frustrated year after the other. Universities have their complaints. And of course, NISFAS has its complaints against the universities. So sitting here, what should I take away from the woes that I know exist within this face who if i were a solution bringer would i target first surely it must lie somewhere yeah of course surely it must be someone Sonia. so and i'm saying of course the department is because nfs is it it, it is it's uh, its entity uh someone in the department there has to be a political will to fix the the, the mess at nfs people need to sit down uh People who've worked for NFSAS, you know, staff that has worked at NFSAS for a long time. That's why I'm saying that there needs to be conversations and these need to be innovation. Uh, uh, these conversations need to be innovative. People need to look at things differently. And if the department needs to sit down and say, we can't keep on just bringing people, let's, let's really just diagnose 
the the problems in this institution and just go to the heart of this. So of course the DG the DG has been there. I mean, Gweps Gwebs- has, has been, been there forever. Since yeah, since that department wa- wa- was established, he has been there. Minister Nzimande is one of the longest-serving ministers in, in that. Um, so, obviously, also they also need to shoulder some blame, um, you know, or you know, and, and just think differently about how they want to tackle the issues of NFSAS. Like you say, NFSAS has been under Bamlonyeni. Every year we talk about NFSAS. We know NFSAS, NFSAS, NFSAS. So... The, the department itself also needs to uh, think differently about it, wh- how it does things at NFSAS. If that, if that scheme is really going to work and serve the, the interest of the poor and working class um, students. Let's talk about universities because this conversation has to talk about universities. A lot of universities, for the most part, their own administrative systems in engaging prospective students, in engaging students who are there, they have been found wanting a couple of times. A couple could be any figure in this instance. How can we ensure equally when we talk about NISFAS, we talk about students? We can't dismiss the fact that Minister Nzimande has said that tertiary institutions are not cooperating with NISFAS. Whether or not it affects the Auditor General's report, it doesn't change the fact that the Minister has said this of universities. Yeah, of course, like we can never run away from that fact, uh, Songezo, to say that even universities uh, themselves, uh, particularly, you know, your historically disadvantaged universities where where we see most uh, of some of these uh, protest happening they also need to get their house on order they also need to make sure that you know they communicate with nfsas they communicate with students and also i think um i'm not sure what the system is now but i think back then you know you had um nfsas uh, people stationed at every university and i think now it's, it's uh, and i stand to be corrected um you know it, the NFSAS goes through um, uh, uh, financial offices of 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 of, uh, uh, of the university, and of course, financial offices of the university will also be burdened by other things that, except for NFSAS. So, I think also maybe if we we are thinking about uh, restructuring uh, uh, NFSAS and you know bringing uh, um, ways in which we make sure that. Uh, money's rich students. Maybe if you have those NFSAS offices at institutions so that if students have uh, issues, they are able to, to go to the NFSAS uh, office and that, um, uh, and, and, and that uh, challenge is resolved speedily. Uh, maybe those are some things that we need to, but of course we can't run away from the fact that our institutions themselves, they also uh, lack uh, in some way, particularly the historically um, uh, a disadvantaged institution because they also have old systems. There's also uh, people who who are just not invested in their mm. job, and, and that is uh, that is a fact. Uh, who do not uh, assist learners. There's also sometimes fraud um, uh, where people, even students themselves, where a student knows that their parents can afford, but they go and fraudulently uh, uh, produce. Good point. Uh, uh, you know, produce uh, uh, documents, uh, forge, forge documents, and so there's just there's a lot of diagnosis uh, mm-hmm. uh, that needs to happen. You know, like you 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 open, you know, I think doctors that you open 
the body and just see where is the cancer, where exactly do we go, and not just give uh, uh, the body panad when you don't know what is wrong. So there's a lot of that that is happening at NSS. And that is why I think, like, until you get to the root of the problem, you properly diagnose the root of the problem, you deal with the root of the problem, you put the right people in place to ensure that they deal with these issues effectively, then, you know, and the, the department also gets uh, heavily involved uh, uh, to make sure that we fix this. Then I think we can probably, you know, fix probably 80% of the issues at NFTAS. But if you can't get to the root cause and fix what needs to be fixed, we'll, we'll remain with these problems. Let's pray for Mr. Andy Lenongogo, the incoming chief executive officer then of NISFES. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ms. Mike educational journalist at the Malian Garden, talking to us about NISFES, their parliamentary committee session earlier today and yesterday, and the work ahead for the new team under the chairperson of Mr. Ernest Koza and Mr. Andy Lenongoga as chairperson and CEO, respectively. Thanks, folks. It is Lesejo's birthday today, but she gagged us in not singing a song for her and not playing the song for her. She went on the extra mile now, not even bringing cake. What a sad day it is. 2134.